Am I am I too high? Darian, I am back for another week of bullshit. My main man Jason is in the house. Hi. How are you today, my friend? Fantastic. How are you? Not too bad. I'm another year older. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I managed to stay on the right side of the dirt for another 365 days. You look just as delicious as before. Well, thank you very much. That's the look I go for. I was talking to my reflection in your eyes. God damn it. You you did me again, you son of a bitch. <laughs> What's going on, man? Nothing. Uh, not a lot. No? No. Started decorating the house for Halloween. I saw that. Your wife is already <laughs> posting. Um, yep. Dug the bins out of the garage, brought those in, so <clears throat> she's got most of the inside knocked she, out. Oh, that's, a, that's a process, my man. Are it's not so bad since we're uh, since we're not doing the party this year. I mean, there's she's almost done. Nice. So but, there's going to be so much do nothing time yeah and uh since you don't have to like build any retaining walls or that, any of that yeah that's nice carpentry although kinda. yeah maybe something going on uh, uh-oh we've got some things in mind oh boy for oh, outside oh boy look out right on man what's going on with you i noticed the spirit halloween stores i don't think they're open but the signs are up yeah so yeah they're getting ready to roll their stores are already Putting out some Halloween stuff and yeah, buddy. yeah, Sarah's dropping money left and right. I love it. I love that about her. Hey, what am I going to say? She's the only one working, so that's true. You Enjoy. no longer have a say in the matter. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm fine with that. So what I have to do? I would love to start decorating for Halloween. Wife says no way. So, but I can. I kind of found a way around it. What I do is I sneak up one little thing at a time, and then I see if she notices. If she doesn't notice, then I get another thing out. Until, like, the house is covered and it's, like, middle of August. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, guys, come yeah, on. Yeah, but it's almost October. We might as well leave it. Another month and a half. We might as well just leave it up, right? <laughs> We're channeling our inner Dale right now. Totally. Oh, oh I thought you put it up. <laughs> right on, man. Well, we got a horror show to get into here, Jason. We got uh, listener mail, horror news, all the usual shenanigans. Everybody be sure to uh, let Darian know happy birthday. Well, thank you very much. I am 44 years young now, but I refuse to act a day over 22. For, you, know what, you know what we did for my You're birthday? You're doubling down for your immaturity. I am. Yeah. I think i got to step it up a notch. For my birthday, my wife took me and some friends, and you guys came and joined us for a little bit, uh, downtown, and we got on the little zippy... City scooters, mm-hmm. those things are a blast. Especially when you're probably drinking and driving. I was, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a, I had a Camelback full of Jameson. 
<laughs> but those things go up to about 14 miles an hour, my yeah, friend. Yeah, that's pretty quick. We were weaving in and out of uh, traffic and doing all kinds of... I'm pretty sure we probably should have been arrested. Popping wheelies, doing you some know, ramps. You can't do wheelies. Uh, I did catch some air off a certain curb. Nice. Uh, I wasn't... It wasn't on purpose. Run over any hobos? Came close okay. a couple of times, yeah. Uh, it was, Yeah, it was a blast. I wouldn't suggest that you do it because, number one, it's the, outside. It's outside. Number Sun. two, you've got about three and a half minutes before you find a way to injure yourself. Yes. So, unless we can <laughs> It'd probably you. be sunstroke or heat stroke. <laughs> yeah, that'd be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> or I just, I would tear, tear my Achilles stepping onto the scooter. What happened to Jason? He just pulled over and laid down on the sidewalk. <laughs> I don't know. At least he's got that homeless guy to cuddle up to. I think he's telling him about uh, Friday the 13th Part 4. Yes. Right on, man. All right, well, let's get into a horror show here. If you get a chance and you find yourself in downtown Reno, Zippy Scooters. Is that actually what it's called? I don't think so. No, that's what it I'm should be. Them. Zippies. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think they're called birds or something. you got to download an zippy app for Zippy Scooters is way better. I like you because that's what you do. You zippy around. Yeah. Zippy <laughs> traffic. I love it. All right, God damn it! Horror news. Before Jason has a heat stroke. <laughs> Horror news. Bing bong. What do you got, big guy? Oh, let oh. me take a gander here. What was that? That was weird. You got some strange feedback there. <clears throat> Uh, so, you know, I don't watch any uh, trailers, and I typically don't read any horror news because I don't want any spoilers, but I did happen to see that the trailer for Jeepers Creepers Reborn was, was put out. I did not see that. I had Sarah watch it today. Okay. She said it looked pretty good. Okay. Uh, so, I'm definitely huh. interested. Okay. Uh, I didn't even know. I just thought it was kind of theoretical at this point. I didn't even know they were kind of in production enough to put out a trailer that's what they do these days remember 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 we were all excited for a movie called the woods and then like right before it came out they changed the title to blair witch and we all went what the fuck that's a blair witch movie <laughs> i didn't know that was its original title yeah it was just called the woods uh i did happen to see that there was a trailer for the orphan um first kill spinoff. yeah so is that yeah. a prequel it is it's supposed to be but that Girl does not at all look as young. No. I don't know. So, I don't know. so I'm wondering how that's going to... I don't know either. Okay. You I haven't watched the trailer? I've, se- I've seen like a couple of snippets here and there of it. I haven't watched the whole trailer. Okay. I just saw like, you know, a, a screenshot of yeah. thumbnail. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it doesn't... And it doesn't really look like her either at all. Yeah, it kind of looks different, huh? Yeah, a lot different. I mean, Isabel Furman has a very distinct look about her, especially in that movie. Uh, let's see, physical media news, a full paranormal activity box set coming out October 11th. I already have one. Uh, this one's got, uh, well, that new, that new, the newest awful one. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, it also comes boxed with a a documentary. Oh, it's got all the cool shit. I got the Walmart $8 multi-disc set. Yeah. This is like an actual box with individual, individual Blu-rays. You want to be all highfalutin? I do. <laughs> Huge fan, man. I know. Except Huge for that fan. Last one. That thing was pretty bad. Ghost Dimension was pretty crap. Ghost too. Dimension's pretty bad too. But that next to Ken, that oh, has nothing to do with anything. That was my biggest disappointment at all. Yeah, nothing. So, that's all I got. What no. you got? Oh, more Scream Six news. You ready for this? Samara Weaving. 
confirmed. It's hmm. part of the cast. I don't know how she's going to fit into it. Uh, it's going to be hot, though. So hopefully, <laughs> I bet she washes a car in a bikini. That's what kind of her move. Uh, what else we got here? Rob Zombie's Monsters will yes. debut on Netflix this September. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of into. I, I've, I mean, I it's going to be like a family hollow. It's going to be like a Halloween special. I thought it was going to go theatrical. So, so did I. I'm actually, I could see them going a Netflix route. Sure, you know, or streaming. Yeah, I mean that's what all the big the yeah. big shows are doing these days. Uh, what else we got here? Sony is in talks with R.L. Stein for more Ghost Goosebumps movies. Ooh. I like that. Did you ever watch any of those? Uh, a handful here and there. Well, there's only two of them in there. The actual movies. Maybe. I'm, oh no, I didn't watch that. It's it's for it's for. Wasn't kids. there like a TV series that was based on some books of hers? There was. Or go- yeah, Goose- like I mean, no, Goosebumps Ghost books. Bumps, goosebumps. Goosebumps. Whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was like back in the 90s, wasn't or, it? Like, yeah, or maybe it was like a weird Wisconsin. Oh, Erie, Indiana? Is no, there's of? a weird Wisconsin, too. That sounds like a very cheap knockoff. <laughs> and I don't even know if it's the same. Uh, Welcome to Slightly Off Nevada. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? Speaking of R.L. Stein, Netflix is also developing more Fear Street movies. Oh, good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they can somehow make the whole shit come together. Yeah, that one was, I mean, <clears throat> in concept, I really liked it. There was parts I really enjoyed, but overall, it, it was a little a little long in the tooth and, and, and a little lacking in spots. It was, and that prequel one, the last one, was really dumb, yeah. I thought. Uh, I would re- if they were, I mean, if they are, I'd really like to get more into the slashers. Because mm-hmm. there was a lot there yeah. that we didn't really get to touch base on. Yeah, there was. So, I'd, yeah, I'd definitely check in for more of those. Right on, dude. That's all we got on the horror news. Time for some listener mail. I think you are going to be pleasantly surprised, Jason. Oh, yeah? With how many people agree with your assessment of Evil Dead 2. (laughs) I am very surprised. Listener Mail. Alrighty, let's kick things off in Sydney, Australia. Here comes Team. Team? Horror for Dummies. You know the name, you know the place, you know the podcast. Don't act like you don't. Subject line, Jason Speaks the Truth. Ooh. Oh, shit. Did you make uh, some kind of a confession to Tim? I sent him 500 Australian dollars. Okay, perfect. That's that. <laughs> sold. Uh, howdy, partners. How is everyone this week? Happy and healthy, I hope. Let's go to the fun stuff first with the Terradome. I'm going with the Sawyers, and here's why. Yes, they are noisy, but I'm going to pretend that the family somehow figures how to take down the quiet ones with sound, and that's the use of a chainsaw. Leatherface uses his chainsaw on metal, which creates a rough sound, kind of like nails on a chalkboard, and this sound eliminates the quiet ones. I know I'm really reaching here, but I really like Leatherface. Well, fair enough, Tim. You don't have to. You don't have to justify your reasoning to us. No, unless of course you're voting for a tomato. 
which case, I was going to say, if there, if there was actual logic put behind half of this, a tomato would not have won. A tomato wouldn't even be in the <laughs> fucking tournament, you a-holes. Uh, let's see here. I know reaching here, but really like Leatherface. Darian, you are Deathgasm. He's got me there. Uh, if you didn't pronounce that in your best death metal growl, then shame on you. Deathgasm! Nice. Yeah, worked on that. There went your voice. Okay, I want to get in on this conversation that Jason was bringing up last week regarding Evil Dead 2. Firstly, this was a great conversation from you guys. You both made good points about the film. Now, for me... I'm not the biggest Evil Dead fan out there. I agree with Jason that the remake is better. I do enjoy Evil Dead 2 a little more than Jason, but I don't think it's the greatest thing ever. And honestly, I used to get a little worried saying that out loud because of all the horror elitists out there. I've learned not to give a fuck and just let people enjoy what they enjoy. The Shining is a perfect example of a film that every single person loves except for me. I hate The Shining. (laughs) <laughs> did, did you two just fall in love? Did we just just become best friends? I think you just became gay, gay partners. Whoa, God, look at this. Uh, I hate The Shining. I, can't, I can stand here and say that, yes, it's a well-made film, but beyond that, it's boring as hell. This is my opinion. Jaws the Revenge, a film that many people hate, yet I absolutely love that movie. Yes, he does. (laughs) All in all, who cares what you like and don't like? We all like horror, and that's what matters. In saying that, there is only one movie that we should all get together and spit on, and that's the 2017 version of The Mummy. I I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. Luckily, I only know one jackass who likes that film, Cough Cough. Okay, guys, that's it for me this week. You all stay beautiful and sexy, and I'll catch you next time. Right on, Tim. Thanks, Thanks for writing Tim. Uh, I don't understand why everybody hates The Mummy so bad. It wasn't very good. It was, I mean, it's fine. I it's mean, fine. It's pass. I mean, it's, not, it's passable. Is it the worst thing I've ever seen in my life? No. Uh, it damn sure ain't no kind of horror movie. No, no. It, um, there was some cool effects. I would have loved to. I would have preferred the title to be another movie about a mummy. Okay. Instead of being so closely connected to anything mummy. Well, I mean, it did feature a mummy. No, I know, but I really (laughs) want it to remove itself from Universal Mummy. Okay. I really want it to remove itself. Well. Like, hugely. That was supposed to be the launch pad, Jason. That's my point. So, there's that. So, sorry. <laughs> why I'm why I'm apologizing for the mummy in five years later? I have no idea. Uh, let's get over to England. Here comes the horror slut. Cats in the house. Hail the chin is the subject line. Evening, gents, or possibly gents. I do hope you have company tonight. Really quick, in between shifts tonight, I'm looking forward to how fun this show is going to be here. Educate. I believe you are deathgasm. You are correct. Deathgasm. Deathgasm. And for the Terra Dome, I have to take the Death Angels. As much as I love the Sawyer family, they make far too much noise. Best wishes for everyone's health and the health of their families. Have a safe and healthy week, cat. Yes, ma'am. We will do our best to do that. Thank you very much for writing in. Thank you. That was an easy one, Deathgasm. Although there has been like a recent string of heavy metal horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that? One? Uh, Lords of Lords, uh, not Lords of Salem. No, um, um, Lords of Chaos. Yes, okay. but that was actually more like a true crime. Thing. Yeah, uh, good stuff. That was the Calkin one, right? Yes. 
let's see. Back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Subject line, King Bruce. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Short note tonight. Been busy between work and getting the camping. And yes, I'm actually getting a few extra days off, finally. Educate, you are deathgasm. Yes, I am. Terra Dome, this is rough because the saw is family, but logical has to win out, and my vote goes to the Death Angels. Always love watching Army of Darkness, and I do have a Necronomicon, plus Bruce's autograph on the only Funko I have bought. (laughs) All right. Uh, A fun song for everyone this movie, Psycho Stick, Bruce Campbell. Ha ha. Back to the grind. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip. Cowboy. Right on, Cowboy. Thanks for writing in. Two more for the quiet creatures. Uh, Let's see here. Let me take a look at the junk folder before we get to the voicemails. Aha! To the voicemails. I really feel like me and Tim should call each other Nighthawk and Dragon at this point. I think uh, Bruce and Pierre would be a better better (laughs) way to go. (laughs) I love it. You guys are you guys are both kind of uh, the same like wavelength of horror savant. You know what I mean? I, I love that about you. Uh, you're both wrong. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get down to funky old Alabama. Here comes uh, Alan of the Cha Cha. Hey, Alan. How's it going, padded room? So, uh, Terror Dome. Yeah. Give me. Sawyer family, Hewitt, whatever family it is. I ain't ever seen a quiet place. Um, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, uh, Terry, or Mr. Darian, are you deathgasm? I sure am. You got me. And as far as Jason talking about, you know, like, horror fans, you know, you're not a real horror fan if you don't like this, hating on stuff or whatever. I don't like J-horror. I think a lot of it's annoying, J-horror. and I'm not scared of it, and I'm bored with it. It's I get something. it. Long-haired, scraggly ghost doing <laughs> stupid ghosty shit that bores me. Man, who just give me grief bored or whatever. I don't care. You like what you like. I agree. Anyway, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Thanks for calling in, Alan. Thanks, Alan. How do you feel about J-horror, Jason? Hit and miss. I, like, uh, I tend to like Americanizations of J-horror more than J-horror. Um, it could go either way for me. Yeah, I... Th- there's a few that I prefer the originals. Yeah, but yeah. like, but like Ring, I definitely like, I like uh, the, the Americanization. Uh, Cairo is way better than Pulse. Um, the Grudge. is... I'm kind of a tie for for the for Grudge. The Grudge, yeah, because they do a lot of weird time jumpy shit in the the original that they left. That it's hard to follow if you're not you know fluent in Japanese. I Wasn't suppose. one missed call a. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Japanese flick. Yep, uh, that was a. I don't know. I never saw that one, but I did see the American version, and it was terrible. I didn't care for it. Oh boy, all. it was bad. Yeah, that was bad. Right on, man. Uh, let's get down to Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey yo! Now in stereo. Hey yo! Padded room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? Hey, Fine. Everyone is doing well. We're here. Got to say, I'm doing real good, man. Yeah. Everything's going well down here. Excellent. Except as hot as a motherfucker. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to get in real quick. You know, on the Terror Dome there, what do you, think? you got um, the Sawyer family and uh, the critters from uh, 
A Quiet Place. Creatures. Man, fuck me. Give me the Sawyer family. All right. Oh, oh I want an actual monster. I want something that we can fucking see, something we can fight. You know what? Sure. I, I want the I want the Sawyer family. Push them on through. That's just me. All right. Uh, on the educating department. What do you got? I think I'm back in the game. Are we Deathgasm, sir? Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, also, uh, you know, on the what are you looking at department, um, I started the uh, series on Netflix, the We Are All Dead, the Korean zombie yeah, one. I heard good things. Um, not bad. I, I'm like an episode and a half in. Cool. Um, you know, seems like it's getting there. Um, I, it didn't really grab me like I was hoping, but it's still, you know, they are the Korean zombies like we're kind of used to. Yeah, trained to Busan style. Man, good stuff. I guess more Korean rage virus. Sure. But, uh, they got that twitchy Korean zombie thing. Okay. Uh, like on the count of, or on the verge of maybe sounding a little racist, one of the problems I'm having with it, I, <laughs> people, now look, they're, they're all dressed in the same fucking they uniform. Are. I'm so sure they are. Not totally me. I'm kind of having trouble figuring out who's who. I'm guessing they all have black um, hair. But, uh, you know. We all look alike to them. Maybe that's, that's true. more on me. <laughs> there is one thing, though, and you figure this fucker out in the huh. first uh, episode. Um, there is a motherfucker on there that god damn you want dead so fucking bad. This asshole. One of the guys <laughs> on there. Like, worse than fucking Carter Burke. Not <laughs> oh. great artist that gave us, you know, Darian hot dog face. <laughs> hot dog and Darian mouth face. Not that That's great a good one. Talking about the Carter Burke from uh, Aliens. Okay. Real motherfucker. I'm just rooting for this son bitch to get it. He's going to last to uh, the last but, you episode. You know, all in all, looks like a pretty good series so far. Only like an episode and a half in, but okay. whatever. Um, real quick, if I can just mention something that I really liked hearing uh, Jason talk about uh, was, you know, people kind of jump in your shit for you like this flick, you don't like that flick, mm -hmm. like, Hey, who the fuck are you, man, to, you know, I mean, I'm with him. Who the fuck are you to tell me what I what I can and can't like or what I have to, as a horror fan, you have to like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I, I, I'm in total agreement with you. I mean, if, you know, you don't like the... GP. As and he's there he went. Do, he did call back. G motherfucking P. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. As I was saying, I, I totally agree with you, man. Who the fuck are you to say, oh, you can't be a horror fan unless, you know, you like Rosemary's Baby or, mm -hmm. you know, you think it's one of the best horror movies ever made. You know, that's some bullshit. It's true. I I personally, I don't really care for the new um, the new Evil Dead, the remake one. Okay. I didn't really, I, I like the two original ones. Unlike you, I think the first two are really good. Got but, it. hey, to each their own. Doesn't mean I'm a fucking idiot or I don't know. No, what you're wrong. You're dead to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just, you're now I banned the from the one. show. It's just my personal thing. Um, so hopefully, you know, you don't hear some people talking some shit about that because fuck that. Yeah. No. Um, oh, you guys were also talking about Grace Jones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is that her name? Yes, sir. The, the girl from fucking Conan, Conan the, Destroyer, the Destroyer that was in Vamp and all that shit. Yeah. Not sure if you're aware. That girl was actually a Bond girl in wow. um, A View to a Kill. Okay. She was a fucking Bond villain girl there. I, I kind of oh, don't get it. she played the Jaws bad guy. You know, <laughs> own, you know? 
one last thing. You were talking about how do you explain this being part two when it's all pretty much the same. Oh, you're talking about Evil Dead um, too. I I thought it, it might have been. I'd heard this before, and it might have been. I thought it was on the padded room, but maybe it might have been. Maybe it was on the Horror for Dummies, um, the Horror for Dummies podcast, where it was put forth that. And this theory, by the way, only works if you put the first three movies together. Okay. The first movie is kind of what actually happened, where Ash is a total bitch. Right. And then the second flick is his version of it, like him retelling um, Evil Dead 2 is his retelling of what happened in the first one. Okay. Where he kind of shows himself off as the hero, followed by Army of The events aren't the same. So it's almost like a prequel to army of darkness. Okay. Um, and it kind of, it kind of makes sense. Like, okay, I could see him like retelling it, kind of putting himself in the hero, hero mode or the hero of the story. You know, Hey, if you're the only survivor. You get to tell that story any way you want. Very but, true. uh, I, I thought it was on here, but like I said, it might've been, might've been the man with the biggest balls in Australia, Tim, who put <laughs> that, uh, put that theory forward, or maybe it was something totally different. Um, one last thing, mm. and, uh, yes, I did re-up, so I'm back in the game. You are. Uh, looking to get, uh, September. It's all yours. And I think I figured out my, uh, oh, shit. strategy for oh, September. No. Okay. We're going to do the Kevin Tenney month. Ooh, and, uh, I like that. You know, I hope you remember, you said, hey, if somebody likes something, that's on them, that's their choice. Sure. Kevin Tenney, he got GP'd again, but he called back again. Kevin Tenney month. No? Don't ring a bell. Night of the Demons. Okay. Uh, Witchboard. Oh, okay. Um, some other ridiculous 80s horror movies yeah. that uh, immediately uh, escaped me. I always loved Witchboard. Tony Katane. Banging hot in that one. He called back Double here. G, motherfucking Pete. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, no, you're good. Um the Kevin Tenney month, and hey, you said you know everybody gets to like their own thing. You don't Absolutely, get to talk shit about it. It is what it is. Wouldn't dream of even it, even though if you don't like it. So, I'd like to do uh, Kevin Tenney's first three flicks. Okay, uh, what is it? Night of the Demons, you know, of course, Witch Board and Witch Trap. Witch Trap. Um, <laughs> hey, they're probably all available on fucking YouTube or Tubi for free, so it should save you some cash. And for that fourth one. We're going to get kind of off the rails here. Let's go back to YouTube. Okay. Let's get uh, Eric's Revenge, uh, the, oh, Phantom the, the Phantom of the Mall. Just so we can hear the Phantom of the Mall. Sure. I, I'm sorry, Darren. I'm sorry to do it to you. No, I still uh, have not gotten around to watching it. It's been forever since I've seen I've, that flick. And I, I've been meaning to watch it. it. it just so maybe, maybe, you know, your oh, retelling nice. of it, I can have my bit of nostalgia sure. without having to sit through it. It's been... It's been a long time. I don't remember it being that bad, though. So uh, eh, That's sorry. bitten me in the ass before. Uh, oh, one last thing, if I yeah. may, real no, quick. No, get it in there, baby. You know, how do you justify telling Evil Dead 2 as Evil Dead 1 exists, but et cetera, et cetera, back to that whole thing? Yeah. What about fucking Silent Night, Deadly Night 2? What the <laughs> fuck is that? That's just a goddamn cash grab. It anyway, is. I'm sorry. I've been droning on long no, enough. No, you're right. Hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Uh... He makes a good point, but God damn it, I feel like Silent Night, Deadly Night didn't really, they weren't really going for continuity, you know what I mean? They weren't trying to put together a cohesive storyline where Evil Dead was. Uh, that's just my opinion. 
Incidentally, I have a Silent Night, Deadly Night board game headed my way. Whoa. Yeah. Did that just blow your mind? Yes. It's going to sit on that shelf until I die. It'll look good sitting there. It'll get passed down to Deacon, and then he'll put it right in the dumpster. (laughs) Right on, man. You bring up some good points, Tom Hardy. Um, I got your lists. I will have your list by the end of the show. Of movies. Uh, Phantom of the Mall just hit Shudder, so that's fortuitous. And I think I have the other three movies on disc. You've seen Phantom of the Mall before? I have not. Me either. I remember when we did Phantom of the Opera fucking a year ago or whatever. We are like, oh, I'm going to go check out the... Yeah, I just watched kind of a little retrospective on Phantom of the Mall. Okay. But I've never seen the movie. All right. And I almost bought a limited edition of course <laughs> version of it. Of course uh, you did. I'm like, I've never seen it. Why don't I go all in? Well, yeah. I really need to stop that. Yeah, me too. Are you, see this mountain of Blu-rays that's growing every week you get here? Well, that's what happens when you get a little something like, if I were to cold buy something like, I don't know, Hard Rock Zombies. Sure. Just because of its pretty and fabulous slipcover. <laughs> just see, to find out it's not really worth a 30 dollar investment. That's actually better than what i did which cold i didn't call by but cthulhu mansion had mm-hmm. a beautiful slip cover yes i knew the movie was dog shit i knew that and i bought it anyway yep i bought it just based on the slip cover you still have haven't watched it don't even bother you're just gonna hate yourself in the morning that's all we got on the listener mail my friends do you have anything for tom hardy alan tim cat or uh the cowboy love y'all love you guys thank you very much for corresponding and writing in and being part of the show and uh, not beating Jason to death over yes. his dislike Thank, of Evil Dead. Thanks for the support time. and not uh, you know shoving me into a gym school locker. That, I, that'll happen later, but that has nothing to do with Evil Dead 2. Uh, let's get ourselves into a movie here, amigo. In an age of darkness. May God have mercy upon your souls. Something's wrong. Something's amiss. At a time of evil. You shall die! When the world needed a hero. This one was so What it got was him. Groovy. You know your shoelace is untied. He's a 20th century guy. For that arrogance, I shall see you dead. Trapped in the Middle Ages. Alright, you primitive screwheads, listen up. This is my boomstick! Now, let's talk about how I get back home. Foretold by a mystical book. Within its pages are passages that can send you back to your time. Forewarned by a wise man. You must recite the words Klaatu, Berata, Niktu. I got it, I got it. Fulfilled by a wise guy. Klaatu, Berata, Niktu. When only spoke the words, the army of the dead awoke. <coughs> now, he's got a date. Give me some sugar, baby. <laughs> With the army of darkness. You found me beautiful once. Honey, you got real ugly. Sound the trumpets. Raise the drawbridge. Drop the Oldsmobile. From Sam Raimi. Oh, that's gonna hurt! Director of Darkman. Comes Army of Darkness. They live. They breathe. They suck. Army of Darkness.
It's Army of Darkness, Jason Harrell. It sure is. 1992, written and directed by Sam Raimi, 7.4 stars on IMDb. That is a full 3.1 stars better than President Evil. Stars Bruce Campbell, M. Beth Davids, and Marcus Gilbert. This one's got an R rating. Now, again, Sam Raimi is going to ask us to do him some favors, but... Now that Tom Hardy brings it up, it almost does make more sense that this would be like a fictionalized retelling from Ash's perspective, full of grandiose, heroic uh, feats and brash talk and things like that. That actually makes sense. Somewhere out there, there is a fan edit of all three movies put together in one congruent yeah. It's like uh, two and a half hours long, I think. Is there actually? It is. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you want to kill two and a half hours. I don't. Me neither. Not again. Not after we just killed the it whole It depends. Month. On, because I have thought about taking all of the paranormal activity movies and editing them together. Yeah. Like in kind of chronological, but overlap and all of that stuff. Sure. Uh, I thought about it, but then I came to my senses. Okay. I mean, it would be a feat. Yeah, and it, it definitely would. would. If, if you could pull it off, uh, I'm sure that would get your dick sucked at a <laughs> at a uh, horror convention somewhere. I'm the guy that did where the, the three paranormal activity fanatics like me <laughs> would be at. Uh, okay, uh, we are going to pick right up with uh, Ash, and again, we're going to have to do Sam Raimi a few favors because Ash got sucked through the portal at the end of Evil Dead Two. And as you'll recall, he was immediately worshipped as the Chosen One as soon as he uh, hit the ground and killed that flying thing. Yep. Well, we're just going to have to pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, scratch that. There, Jason. Uh, Because this time, he hits the ground. uh, He gets surrounded by a bunch of knights. And this time, they've got prisoners with them. And they just assume that Ash is one of the bad guys. So they take him prisoner also. (laughs) So this movie... This movie has its moments with me. Sure. And I don't know why, but the one of the scenes that cracks me up every time is just them beating the shit out of the car. Yeah. With their swords. Hitting the car with swords. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they're doing it very cautiously. Yeah, like they a are. poke poke and then back way off. Yeah, just in case it rears its head. You never know. It might breathe uh, exhaust on them. <laughs> now, another silly part of this particular sequence is that they put Ash in shackles. Or not really shackles. It's like one of those head and arm things. Yeah. He's got a hand off. It's true. There's no reason that hand wouldn't even stay. There's no hand there. Right. There's not supposed to be a hand there. Sure. And I'm not here to pick this movie apart. It's just something that I've noticed. That's why I'm here. Over the bazillion times that I've seen this one. We find out via some diet, well, via a monologue from Ash, that he has been sent back in time to the year 1300 A.D., uh, we get a quick flashback sequence, again, of the events of Evil Dead 2. Uh, this time, it's a, all done differently, mm-hmm. and Linda has been upgraded yet again. Linda gets progressively hotter as the movies go. This time, she's played by um, Bridget, Bridget Fonda. Fonda. But she's got like a boy cut kind of a thing. Yeah. And that was hot for a, for like five years. All the hot chicks had that cute little muffin... She kind of had that thing. at least through part of Point of No Return, I think. Point of th- No Return. Oh, yeah. She, she gets like pulled in. It's like a film fatale kind of. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's like an assassin, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, she's now Linda. She gets taken up to the cabin, possessed, big fight. Uh, Grimace shows up and kicks in the cabin door and then out through the portal. <laughs> this time he wakes up and th- now they've taken him prisoner. 
prisoner. And he's telling us all this in a very quick flashback. He say, he thinks he's going to be a slave and he's probably going to be taken somewhere and killed. Uh, so they take him back to a castle fortification situation along with some other prisoners. Uh, these other prisoners apparently came are prisoners of war. And this particular faction, Lord Arthur and his men, have just be- be- defeated uh, Henry- Duke Henry the Red. And they've taken the Duke uh, prisoner along with a handful of his dudes. And uh, they're marching him back to the castle for execution. Tell me that guy don't seem like he'd be fun to hang out with. Which one? Henry the Red. Yes. Yeah. Lord Arthur? No. <laughs> no. I would avoid eye contact with him. And it's... It, this movie really uh, confirms that the the word portcullis is very cumbersome. <laughs> very true. Lord Arthur struck me as a middle manager at a Kinko's. Just takes his job way, <laughs> yes, too seriously. way too serious. I will now demonstrate word perfect. <laughs> All right there, tough guy. Uh, anyway, that's what they're doing. Now, their method of execution is throwing dudes into a pit. We don't know just what's in the pit yet, but we're going to find out here in a few. Uh, we get a big monologue from Lord Arthur about how Henry's men waged war on them first, and then Henry's like, you fuckers, you turned your swords on us. And then there's an evil that stalks this land, and he's killing our people, and you welcomed it. No, you did, and all this horse shit. Uh, Ash eventually is like, look, man, I don't know either one of you guys. Just tell him you don't know me, and I'll be on my way. And he's like, I don't think you'll listen, lad. And then uh, they throw one of Henry's guys in there, and we just get a very comical blood geyser coming Mm -hmm. out of the pit. Very fun. And then uh, Ash gets hit in the head with a rock, staggers around for about 35 seconds, and then eventually falls into the pit also. Uh, We're going to follow Ash down into the pit. Um, It looks like a waiting area for a Disneyland ride, (laughs) right, where you would go up and down the aisles and turnstiles. Uh, a witch pops out of the, there's like a foot of water, standing water at the bottom. Witch pops up, does like some karate moves on him. Uh, Ash is taking a pretty good beating, but then the quote unquote wise man picked up Ash's chainsaw from the crash site, throws it down to him. He fires it up and uh, cuts the witch's head off. Excellent. But unfortunately, this particular pit is also booby trapped, Jason Harrell. It's got like a Star Wars closing spike mm-hmm. wall thing so ash being the ingenious intuitive guy that he is uses his belt like an indiana jones whip and uh claps clasps it onto a uh, chain link and is raised up out of the pit that way how you like that shit man i like it i tell you what took out two baddies and uh showed his, his badassery with his whip yeah or his belt should have just been a whip, right? Somebody throw him a whip. <laughs> You're, we're already in medieval times. Surely somebody around there has a whip. Anyway. More than likely. Uh, gets out, uh, punches Lord Arthur in the face. We get this that famous monol- or, uh, yeah, monologue that he does. Mm-hmm. Listen up, you screwheads. This is my <laughs> boomstick. My son loves that. Yeah, He's seen Army of Darkness 350 times. Every now and then he'll come out of his room and just go, You got that? <laughs> <laughs> My boomstick, you primates. Um, so he punches Lord Arthur in the face. Very funny. Uh, releases uh, Duke Henry and his guys, and they all laugh in the face of their little jailer guys. I thought that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And then they take off. 
Ash is like, all right, you fuckers, listen up. Uh, I'm from the future. Now let's talk about how I get home. As uh, he's having that conversation, one of the pit creatures is climbing its way out, and he pulls the shotgun and blows it, blows it away. So you mean to tell me that they threw Ash in the pit, minus the chainsaw, but he had the shotgun on him the whole time and chose not to use it? All right. No, that's fine. That's fine. Just thinking out loud here, I Jason. just assumed it was laying on the ground when he got back up out okay, of the pit. That's okay, then. I like that better because that makes more sense than what <laughs> I had. Uh, anyway, he got it, shoots him, uh, shoots Lord Arthur's sword in half because he's like, I'll see you dead, knave. Uh, and then we come to realize that Ash is the chosen one that falls from the sky, so now he's being treated like a king. Uh, they take him to the king's chambers where he's being fed grapes. <laughs> just, just flopped all <laughs> just, over a Just a, making a, a fucking slob out of himself. <laughs> uh, eating and spitting out pieces of turkey meat, which is gross. Uh, now, the young lady that threw the rock and hit him in the head was played by M. Beth Davids. And her name is Sheila, which is a very strange medieval name to have. You would think it would be more like a Elizabeth or something. But we went with Sheila on this. That's fine. Uh, she's like, oh, forgive me, my lord. I thought you were one of Henry's men and you killed my brother. And he's like, yeah, shove off. And then uh, the wise men come up and they're like, yeah, we can get you back to the uh, your time, but we need the Necronomicon to do it. So if you want to go get it for us, we'll be happy to send you back. As they're having that conversation, one of the weird um, water boiler ladies mm-hmm. gets possessed and does the famous... Uh, Sam Raimi flotation. E- I love it. The yeah. Evil Dead uh, proclamation uh, in Three Feet in the Air. We will have the Necronomicon. You all will die, you fuckers. Blah, we'll get you. Uh, she collapses and everybody's like, oh, what the shit happened? Ash knows exactly what's coming next. So he's like... Somebody just get an axe. Let's just cut her up. That's the best way to do it. But then we, instead, she pops up, and we get a cool little kung fu fight kind of a thing where Ash is, like, throwing roundhouse kicks and shooting her with a double barrel at the same time. Mm -hmm. It was fun, Jason. It was. I'm feeling the judgment coming off of you. Haven't said a word. You didn't have to. He's looking at... This sounds like some kind... (laughs) Look, yeah, I think you've got some inner... turmoil with how much you like this movie uh, maybe i do but you're some not kind helping. of i haven't said a word <laughs> you don't have to i've done nothing but praise it so far he is looking at me like look at this silly monkey <laughs> he's got himself a ball of yarn and he is just tickled <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's what happened and i enjoyed it he threw some roundhouse kicks and uh shot her a couple of times it was great it's the one the one liners is, is kind of what helps get me through this movie i really enjoy full on ash now that he is full on ash of course like the uh first you hate me now you want to kiss me blow yeah you know i I love that shit of course that's one of the selling points of this movie i feel like um so yeah he defeats the witch and uh blows he does like a cool behind the back shotgun bang blow your blow your head off oh and i just jizzed in my pants move uh (laughs) I'm, again, I'm not a stickler, but if you actually did that, it would shatter your eardrums instantly. Pretty much instantly. Not to overthink this. This movie, you can't be a stickler on a damn thing. I'm not. Yeah, because you really no, have you to just... you just got to write everything You've got to blindly watch this thing. you got to write it off. Yeah. Uh, so now he's like, shit, i got to go get this Necronomicon thing. All right, so... 
Uh, this part is even sillier because now he decides to drop the chainsaw hand, goes to the blacksmith's shop, and we have a cool little robotic building. Yeah, now he's a full-on engineer. He's a RoboCop. Yeah, yeah he just turned into RoboCop. <laughs> Groovy. Uh, nobody has mastered that level of prosthetic in 2022, but a guy in a blacksmith shop. Yeah, all right, I'm, I'm into it. It's Ash. He can do whatever he wants. Uh, and apparently he's got some horsepower in this thing because he can crush a goblet mm-hmm. and scare the living piss out of the blacksmith. Yes. Uh, so now he's ready to go. Uh, I'd re- just be hail jacking off with that thing. You don't want to do it. You're going to lose. <laughs> you're going to break the skin, Jason, <laughs> if you're lucky. Uh, so now he's got to consult with the wise men. They tell him he's got to recite the words before he takes the book. Very important. Recite the words. Okay, I got the words. Let's go. They follow him off and point him down the trail towards the cemetery. He gets going. Everything's cool. Uh, It's daytime. As soon as the sun sets, the entity shows up. Whatever this mysterious entity is, through the woods, chasing him on his horse. He gets knocked off the horse, and he's still running away from whatever this fucking thing is. Uh, Takes shelter in a very creepy windmill. Very creepy. Very creepy. Um... Of all the part of all the things that happen in this movie, that now we we can just go ahead and say right now it's not a horror film. No, there is nothing even remotely frightening about this. No, my son, my both my kids love this movie. Mm-hmm. They've watched the living piss out of it. Uh, this is probably the silliest part of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he gets in there. Uh, it's creepy. He's building the. He's, I guess he's boiling water, getting ready for bed or something. Uh, he spots a mirror, and the mirror breaks. He's looking down at the various pieces of the mirror on the floor, and they're all reflecting him. And he's like, oh, shit, sorry. And then once he leaves, all the little ashes pop out of the mirror pieces and uh, start harassing him, basically. Mm -hmm. So, fun little nugget for you. In the video game, the Evil Dead video game, uh, there's various, uh, like, equipment chests that are throughout the game board. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of them are booby-trapped. Uh, one of them you open and the, the severed hand comes out and slaps you around and then flips you off and takes off. Another one you open up, a bunch of little ashes jump out and they like start climbing all over you and freaking you out. Yeah. So that's fun. Stab yeah. you with a fork? Uh, no, nothing that Damn severe. It. But they do piss you off pretty good. Uh, that's pretty much what happens. He starts uh, chasing them around. Uh, eventually they he's about to stomp on one and he holds a nail up and Ash ends up stepping on the nail, which causes a very Three Stooges... Kind of kickflip move, mm-hmm. lands him flat on his back, uh, knocks him out, and when he wakes up, he's been restrained. And he's like, I, I can't move! And then the little guys um, plug his nose, and another little guy jumps down his throat. Now, all right, well, that's what happens. Okay. I, th- I thought I had something to say there, but I have no explanation for this whatsoever. I have nothing uh, to say about it. Ash is like, God damn, I guess he's like in Ash's stomach, like fucking him up somehow. Yep. So Ash slams a bunch of uh, boiling hot water, and he's like, I got you now, you little bastard. And then you hear the guy in his tummy, and Ash is like, ha got you, you little, you little bastard. But then Ash starts like scratching his shoulder and he's like, what the hell? And he looks at his shoulder and there's an eyeball looking out of his shoulder. Looks like a vagina it with does, an eyeball in it. But it's like blinking. Yeah. A blinking vagina. What, you've never had one wink at you? I have not. <laughs> That's not normal? I don't I don't think so. <laughs> not that I've been around many vaginas. <laughs> 
But uh, so am I to believe that the little guy that jumped down Ash's throat somehow kick-started this weird uh, metamorphosis? If he didn't, then what did? I don't know. And I, if if he was already going to, I don't know, pop. metastasize into this other eyeball <laughs> vagina thing, then what would be the point of the little guy jumping down his throat? Don't know. So I assume the little guy kick-started the thing. Okay. But that would allude to he didn't kill the little guy. So why would he have made the dying noise? Let's just stop so again, questions. Let's, exactly. We're just going to, that's what happens. At no part of this movie should you have a sentence ending with a question mark. Uh, actually, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now he's got an eyeball. He goes running outside. He's like, oh, God, it's getting bigger. Now he's got a second head, and now he's like doing like a crab walk down a hill, and the second head is now like taking control of one of Ash's arms, and he's punching the first head. And it's again, it's very Stoogesy. Uh, eventually, finally, it, it, this thing like peels itself out of Ash, and now it's an exact replica of Ash. So we have Ash number one and Ash number two, or as Ash number two will explain, original Ash is good Ash. This guy is bad Ash. You're goody little two shoes. Goody little two shoes. Goody little. And then they start fighting, of course, and Ash eventually shoots bad Ash in the face with a shotgun. Uh, chains him up, uh, Linda style, and right underneath the windmill, and takes the chainsaw to him, dismembers him, and then buries him. Is that uh, Bill Mosley as the second or evil Ash? Yes, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it's, he's not really recognizable as Ash in any no. way once he comes out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he gets buried. Ash is like, all right, fuck off. Uh takes off towards the cemetery because he wants to get the Necronomicon and get back to the tower. So he gets there, and son of a bitch, there's three Necronomicons. They all look identical. Which one is he supposed to get? I don't know. So he picks up the first one, and it starts flapping around like a bat and, like, swooping down and attacking him. He's like, ah, shit, not that one. He opens the second one, and there's, like, a... um, Vortex. Some kind of a vacuum thing that's just sucking everything into the book. Vacuum suck 2000. Yes. Uh-huh. But the, I mean, the, all right, whatever. He gets sucked in, but he climb, climbs his way out. Now his face is all elongated. So he's got to do like a blah, 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 to get his face. If only back. I could dangle my penis over that thing for oh, just yeah. a couple of seconds. I would just lay on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five more minutes, babe. I'll be, I'm almost done. Just five more minutes. Uh. You want some Gatorade or something? (laughs) You're looking pale. Um, Finally, he decides on the third book, but he forgot the fucking words. So he does like a... (laughs) And then he takes off with the book. Now, apparently those words were a big deal. And you had to say them to take the book and not wake up the army of the dead. But he didn't say the words correctly, so now we have a problem. He makes it back to the castle. The wise man is like, hey, man, thanks for getting us the book. Did you say the words? And he's like, yes, guy said the words. Ish. Yeah. No, uh, did you say the words or not? And he's like, well, basically, yes. I said 90% of the words. He's like, you fool. You just awakened the army of the dead, and now they're going to come here to try to take their book back. Uh, Lord Arthur is there, and he's like, yep, you asshole. You really fucked us, but we're going to... Find a way to get you home because that's what the deal was. So we'll figure it out, I guess. So Ash, you can tell, really feels like a piece of shit over the whole thing. Uh, he gets slapped by 
uh, Sheila. And he's like, well, sorry. And she's like, no, you got to stay here and save us, man. And he's like, no, I don't really want to do that. I just want to go home. <laughs> so, but unfortunately, while they're having this conversation, one of those winged things shows up, swoops down, grabs Sheila, and goes flying off. Now, something I always thought that was kind of fun about this scene was that um, for all the running around and screaming going on here, mm-hmm. nobody is actually trying to help Sheila <laughs> at all. They're all just running back and forth and kind of doing like a lot of this. Sure. And then like, I don't know, 30 seconds after liftoff, mm-hmm. then Ash comes with like a LeBron James swoop. They're nowhere near hitting anything. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Um Anyway, away goes Sheila, and now we're, we're going to cut back to the graveyard where dead Badash has now resurrected himself, pl- now played by Bill Mosley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never liked the look of Badash, especially when he puts that stupid helmet thing on. Yeah, he's got he's, he's got kind of like a very conehead kind of look to him. It's fine. It's not. I don't know. I just no, it never sat right with me. Uh, That's the part you're going to pick? Well, that and the little guys. (laughs) Okay. So uh, he's now digging up every dead body in the the graveyard there, and he's got a bunch of topless slave girls that get paraded around. Uh, They don't really do anything, and we never see them again, I don't think, right? Do you need topless slave girls to do anything? Be topless, I guess, and just walk back and forth. Mission accomplished. Sure, we did it. We did it, Jason. Uh, so that happens, and now uh, they bring him, uh, Sheila, and he's like, oh, I got you now, sweetie. And she's like, oh, no, he's going to come save me. And then he, like, swoops her up in his cape, and then a minute or two later, we cut back, and he lets her go. And now she kind of looks like the Bride of Frankenstein, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's that. Now we're going to cut back to uh, the castle. Ash is like, well... All right, I'll see if I can get these fuckers in shape. So he gives a very uh, supposed to be motivational speech about crying to mama. And (laughs) And here's your one military move (laughs) that I guess you learned at (laughs) S-Mart. Apparently, everybody in the the town has left, except for about, what, 60 guys, give or take. And they're all scared shitless, but Ash gets up there and motivates them to fight. And he's like, well, we're going to... Send somebody to try to get uh, fucking Lord Henry to fight with us too, so maybe that'll help. And uh, yeah, we got you know we got a day or two before they're here, so we can work on some stuff. Now we get a getting ready for war montage, Jason. That involves weird sacks of uh, black powder, uh, dragging the Oldsmobile back to the castle and fitting shit to it. Uh, choreographed spear moves yes which is very important things like that so now we're going to cut to the army of the dead approaching the gate uh ash has shown them how to make explosives because that's something he would know how to do of course smart of course yeah uh and he's affixed them to the arrows some of the arrows and some of the catapults so that's cool we've got the book stored in like the upper tower so in order for the army of the dead to get to it, they have to storm the castle, get past all the ramparts and the, the moats and the drawbridges, uh, get in, get up the tower, and into that weird little cell thing that they had set up there. 
could just fly one of your creatures in. They have those, right? That's a thing. Did, did maybe we don't have control over those guys yet? <laughs> Wait, that we tried. They they wanted a lot more money than we had, so we're gonna have to do this ourselves, boys. So, all right, that's what we're doing. Uh, big fight. Um, we start with the explosions. We blow up a bunch of them. Unfortunately, they break through the doors to the castle using a sharpened tree trunk, like battering ram style. Uh, Lots of fighting, lots of explosives. Looks like uh, they're about to get it, but then Ash drives the Oldsmobile through the gate and just starts mowing skeletons down as he's going until he runs into what I can only call now Undead Sheila. And he's like, oh shit, there she is. He jerks the wheel and rolls the Oldsmobile and that's the end of that. All right, shit, now he's got to fight Sheila. And she's like, you found me beautiful once. And he's like, honey, you got real ugly. And then back and forth and back and forth. Eventually, he has to get back to the castle. Gets up there. Uh, Lord Arthur is, like, holding the... He's, like, on the last line of defense between the book and, like, all the dead guys that are pouring in. Uh, That's when King, or Duke, Henry, and his dudes, all wearing red, come pouring down the hill and help out. Uh, They kind of manage to stave him off a little bit longer, but Ash has to fight... Bad Ash, or Bill Mosley Ash, up at the top of the parapet. Uh, back and f- very swashbuckling, this fight. Yeah. There's even a tally-ho <laughs> here, Jason, where he swings on a, uh, a random rope, I guess, that was dangling from something. So <laughs> he does that. He's got the very swashbuckling thing where he's uh, going up the stairs and fighting two dudes at once with two swords. Very cool. Um I like to think that Bruce Campbell actually did some of those flips. Because uh, he was doing some flips and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think he did, but I like to think that he did. Think it all you want, I, You know, I like to think By all means. that at one point he could pull off a, a front flip. Probably onto a mattress or something like that. But, you know, whatever. Uh, good news. Um, Ash lights bad Ash on fire and kicks him over the side of the uh, uh, tower there. Bad Ash, who's now just completely skeletal, climbs back up and he's like, I got a bone to pick with you. Oh, boy. That was, oh, come on, Jason. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Golly. Uh, fights him again. Unfortunately, this time, Bad Ash gets the better of good Ash. Gets the book, jumps up on the wall to talk a bunch of shit. Uh, jumps down when good Ash comes after him. Lands on a catapult that has an explosive charge. Uh, sack of black powder attached to it. Mm-hmm. And again, we t- he talks some more shit. We've got the Necronomicon. We crushed your pathetic armies. And then Ash uh, lights the uh, black powder, cuts the cord on the catapult, which sends bad Ash flying through the air with the book. Big explosion. Book falls. Henry and Lord Arthur decide to make up, and everything is copacetic from there on out. Oh, and Sheila somehow turns back into a hot chick. Uh, And then we cut to modern day, where Ash is back working at S-Mart with his bionic hand, and uh, he's telling Ted Raimi the whole story. You could tell Ted Raimi wasn't impressed. (laughs) He's like picking his teeth, and he's like, did you say the words right this time? Uh, And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, I think I did. And then uh, the hot redhead behind him is like, I thought your story was cute. And, but then the other chick gets possessed, and Ash has to do a cool 
clearance cart skateboard move with 6,000 rounds of ammo absolutely in a uh, Chuck Connors rifleman yep. lever action mm-hmm. bang, bang 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 ended up but only like the last round of each like clip looked like it hit him oh yeah no yeah it was like miss 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 hit yeah but then of course the last one makes her do like three back yes yeah, sure does on her face <laughs> with like this 22 just lever action rifle oh yeah <laughs> Uh, and that's pretty much the end of your movie, Jason. What didn't you like about it? <laughs> uh, I this movie's perfectly fine. You like? Did you like it? Because when I watch this movie, I am I know I am watching one hundred percent a comedy, of course, with no intention of being remotely a horror movie. No, I know, and I I feel like Ash is fully developed. I feel like that character is fully developed. I'm all in. Um, I, I mean, for all of its flaws, and there are just bucket loads. Of course. Um, they're all perfectly excusable. Sure. Um, I, I, I don't dislike this movie in any kind of way. Okay. Um, there, if I could take one part out of the movie, though, huh. it'd be those, those mini ashes. Those little guys. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of silly. Um. Watching the trajectory of not only Ash, but this entire trilogy, Mm -hmm. and going from a place of a young lady being held down, her clothes ripped off, and penetrated by uh, various branches and other outdoor materials (laughs) uh, in a, a very gruesome fashion, to this, this action comedy, um... Whatever you want to call it, that's a that's a weird trajectory to follow. Yeah, and I I hadn't thought about it, and it's a very interesting theory that Tom Hardy brought up about this whole thing just being Ash's retelling of events. Because I mean, at the end of Army of Darkness, he's basically telling the story. Yeah, but he's also starting the story at the beginning of Army of Darkness. So if he is retelling it, he's retelling it at the beginning of the movie. Because he's doing a recap at that point. Right. And so I, I feel like if if this whole movie is basically him telling the whole story, it's telling the story from the start of Army of Darkness to the end of Army of Darkness. I don't think it's in any kind of way telling the story going back into like part two land, even though he does, does kind of recap yeah. those events. Yeah. But it isn't. But if you're trying to like tie part two into this you know what i mean like going back to our argument or discussion (laughs) (laughs) last week like i I did yeah i could see how this one is him just rambling on from start to finish to his co-worker Mm -hmm. yeah i I could wrap my head around that have you seen the alternative ending with the now you only need to drink one drop yes but he slams the whole thing yes wakes up in some post-apocalyptic wasteland yeah that I think, I think I like this this ending better than that one. I do too. Yeah, yeah, because it, it it gives me a little bit more of uh, what I like about this movie, which is the you know uh, the, the mannerism over the top yeah. one liner Ash. Yeah. Um, the other one is just boy, how bleak. Yeah. Yeah, very bleak. Very um, bleak. It, it, again, it is a movie that I like it for what it is. Uh, unless you happen to be 
redoing this movie on another podcast and I happen to be there, <laughs> I can probably say I'll, I'll never watch it again. Oh, stop. What, what's the point? Why not? Can't I just watch a new movie? No, you can. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, I have an interesting challenge for you later in the oh, show. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, buddy. Uh, did you bring your sweatpants? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason. That was Army of Darkness. That completes the initial Evil Dead trilogy. Um, join us next week for the 2013 reboot. 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 Remake. When, you, when you'll actually be discussing a horror movie. Oh, stop it! What is that? What? <laughs> I think there was a comedic element in there somewhere. It's been a while since I've seen it. Let me. All right. Let me just reserve judgment on that. We're gonna take us a little break, and we'll come back with some other stuff, inmates. Bruce Campbell is the finest man to grace a silver screen. All the other actors just degrade his noble scenes. The Oscars should award him for his wondrous career. Hold the town parade for him with each movie premiere. like what you hear head over to the padded room facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation check out the t-villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show and we are back jason 
That's exciting stuff, man. It is. Uh, are you happy we're finally going to get to do the 2013 Evil uh, Dead? I'm looking forward to rewatching it. Uh, I got a lot to talk about. about yeah. that. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I remember enjoying it. I remember thinking this is actually a serious horror film. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there being a lot of gore. And that is something that unfortunately was... Missing from uh, uh, Army of Darkness. Because that's kind of one of the staples of the Evil Dead trilogy, is that you're going to get a lot of fluid. Yeah. Not a whole <laughs> lot here. Somehow it, it got an R rating. Uh, there was, like, some side boob involved. Yeah. And uh, Bruce Campbell said fuck once. I guess that's all you need, right? I am th- Those ratings things are stupid. It's, it's true. I don't understand any of it. Are you ready to get into the Teradoma, man? Fuck yeah. Let's do it. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. Dream come true. To the Terradome. First, last week's winners, Jason. In team's competition, we had the Death Angels, or the Creatures from a Quiet Place, versus the Sawyer family. It wasn't easy that the prey came to the hunter, but that's exactly what happened when Bubba started the saw. The traps had already been set, but by Drayton and Nubbins as the creatures poured into them. With a vote of 6-6 six to six in our first official tie of this year's Terradome, the Sawyer family wins over the quiet place creatures. So whenever there's a tie, it goes to whichever team or franchise or monster has the most installments. That's right. So there are, God. Couldn't remember the rule on that. Uh, we have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We have Texas Chainsaw. We have Leatherface. We have Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. We have the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Although there was never any allusions to that being the Sawyer family. Or was there? Either way, we're up to at least five, and there's only two Quiet Place movies. So that is how we decide the winner, and that is your week's winner, the Sawyer family. Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Let's do it. As usual, inmates, I'm not much of a writer, so just bear with me, and this one was a bit of a stretch. Uh, We are in the Asylum Conference Round 7. The club was only for men and women of very discerning tastes. A refined palate, an appetite for torture and murder, an ability to keep a secret, and a very open bank account were the price of admission. Annual fees to the elite hunting company were to be paid in blood. 
Now that the chaos in the American South was ramping up, a new delicacy could be found on the menu, a rarity with a very heavy price tag. In Louisville, Kentucky, a chemical spill of 2,4,5-trioxin had caused the recently deceased to reanimate, become sentient again, and attempt to kill and devour the living. To the wealthiest of the elite hunting company, this came as a welcome challenge. How does one torture to death someone which is already dead? Bidding wars were erupting all over the dark web. Everyone wanted to be the first to kill the dead. Team's competition, we have the elite hunting company versus the return of the living dead zombies, Jason. What do you think of that one? Zombies all the way? Yeah, I gotta go zombies on this one. Especially those. Uh, yeah, they're... Those fuckers just don't die. And they will... They'll they'll take your cell phone and call your mom <laughs> and have her come down and eat her, too. Send more hunting club members. Send more <laughs> Eastern Bloc thugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Terranome matchup for the weekend, mates. It's the Return of the Living Dead Zombies versus the Elite Hunting Company. Get us your votes by next week if you can. The Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or you get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. While you're contemplating that matchup, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment we call, What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? How about Mansion of the Doomed, Jason? <laughs> yes. Do you remember this one? No, I do not. I, but just, as you're talking about it, I'm going to look up its rating on IMDb. I'm sure it's uh, may, maybe a... Well, you might get a few points for nostalgia. I'm going to say threes. 3.5. Whoa. 5.5. It is not worth 5.5. <laughs> <laughs> That's the highest rating of any movie you've watched in the last two years. Um, probably, yeah. It's not very good. It's for, it's a full moon feature. So I think it was one of Charles Band's first movies. You have a doctor whose uh, daughter goes blind, and he is now uh, kidnapping and removing the eyeballs of random people uh, and keeping them in, alive in the basement, thinking that once he figures out how to do an eye transplant... <laughs> He can possibly give them their eyes back. Well, that's very generous. Uh, sure, you know. And then just cut them loose. It, no uh, harm, no foul. Eventually, they get free. It's, this has like a 19-year-old Lance Henriksen in it. Mm. Uh, there's that for you. Uh, off season from 2021. This one's actually pretty good. Is it streaming on Shutter? Uh, very Lovecrafty, man. Uh, we have like an island with that closes. Uh, from fall to spring, just because of the weather. It's like, I would assume it's some New England place. Uh, this young lady has to go there because her mother's grave has been desecrated and she has to oversee the uh, repairs to it. Mm-hmm. All kinds of culty, Lovecrafty, fish people madness <laughs> ensue. There's some real nasty shit going on there, Jason. You can't go wrong with that. I love it. I love, I love fish people, man. I love fish people. Sold. Um, Lastly, I watched All Hallows Eve 2. I watched the first one last week. I got around to the second one. Um, that one does not actually have Art the Clown in it. It's not bad. It's the same. It's another anthology. Uh, the director, Damien Leone, I believe is his name. Same guy that did Terrifier. Mm-hmm. You could tell that these were zero-budget short films that he made as side projects that he is now 
cobbled together into these these anthologies. Okay. First one's way better. There's some some cool stuff going on in All Hallows Eve too, but really you want the first one because it's got Art the Clown in it. That's all I'm looking at, Jay. What do you got? Oh, let me look. I haven't watched many uh, horror movies, unfortunately. Um, but I did blast through that whole um, Netflix series for Resident Evil. What do you think? So a lot of people have a lot of issues with it. I guess because it, you know, it, it departs, of course, like every other damn installment of Resident Evil. Uh, it departs from, like, the source material. Of course. I don't care. Um, I'm not a... a purist when it comes to that i just want anything that's at least mildly better than half of the movies um you're not setting the bar very high <laughs> no i'm not i went in with very low clearly very low standards if you set. can beat half of the movies I'll um, be happy. <laughs> i i think the visuals are pretty good there's a couple of cringe moments um like a couple of like uh T-virus versus COVID statements that are kind of douchey. Okay. They just seem out of place. Um, but the visuals are good. Uh, it ended... I didn't like the way it ended. Okay. Uh, I'll leave it with that. But all in all, it was it was a fairly fun ride. It's got some really good action in it. Okay. Um, they, I like the way it interweaves kind of uh, the past events with current events. I noticed that. Like two timelines. Yeah, I watched the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not I'm not all that excited about it. Uh, there's some good effects. Um, it's already it's already tacked on one of my pet peeves, and that's the the kids that managed to infiltrate the multi million dollar research facility. Yeah. So being a tech nerd like me, um, whew, it's hard for me to get past that too. Yeah. Now I liked how they, you know, use like light for the visual. Sure. Uh, but come on, that's all you got is like one little voice print. Yeah. Like analysis, nothing else inside. No guards. Nothing. Nothing. Just you got the carte blanche. Yeah. yeah. Just in you go. Um, but you know, if you can overlook that stuff, it's not too bad. I'm already going in with my Mia Jovovich glasses on. Yeah. Which is, I'm expecting this to be a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. With zombies. So, I hope it's better than that. Would you say you, Would you say it's better than I some would of the say movies? it is absolutely better than a good chunk of the movies. Okay. Uh, because some of those movies are just absolutely just ridiculous. Just <laughs> and, like... I get like okay, we're talking about Evil Dead, and we had to do Sam Raimi some favors. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, who was it? Paul Anderson. Paul W. S. Paul Anderson. W. S. Anderson. Yeah. We had to like completely forget like whole installments in the franchise, and just pretend that they never. That happened. guy can't even hold on to his own story. Fuck me. <laughs> I can't. Like from one movie to the next. Nope. nope. And uh, I don't think he watched the movies after he made them. You just completely forgot. I'm going to go out on a limb and go ahead and predict what you'll say by the end of this. Okay. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> I say that about everything. <laughs> um, I did really enjoy... I'm not a Resident Evil purist as far as the video games go, but I really enjoyed uh, Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it's uh, that had some comedy in it. And I thought that they uh, they got like kind of the era yeah. in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought they hit that pretty good. And there was a lot of nice little Easter eggs, uh, little callbacks to the video game. Certain sets and places they went things like that yeah i think you'll enjoy it okay what else you got man oh that's it pretty much it for me everything else has been non-horror oh what are you 
some kind of a queer. <laughs> some kind of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some immersion therapy then, amigo. Did you get a chance to watch Incantation? I did. Oh, boy. Immersion therapy. This was a tough one, man. It was. It was very hard to follow. A lot of it, I feel like, was lost on me because I couldn't keep track of where we were. They're jumping back and forth with the timelines, which is a very not the best way to go if you're going found footage, I feel like. Because now you're kind of suggesting that somebody edited all of this found footage, which kind of takes you out of the found footage area right there. On top of that, the English dubbing wasn't that great altogether. I think the best part of the movie was the part at the beginning when she's explaining to you how you can manipulate uh, fucking reality by looking at things uh i thought that probably the last 15 minutes of it was like the best part um one because it was over yeah two just because you know you started getting some some good visuals in there yeah and, when they go and the then tunnel. kind of a little twist um i don't know man so most of these movies i normally watch uh in its original language and i just read the subtitles sure this one i was so disinterested so quickly <laughs> that i'm like well let me put on the english uh language also sure. that way i can just kind of fart all you know fart around yeah. and dick around um unfortunately the english words matched up with the subtitles because normally you can get like one that kind of sticks you can kind of pick and choose sure which one kind of goes along with what's happening yeah. the best yeah this thing was made just made no sense all around I kept getting lost all throughout it. Yeah. Um, and I just wonder if it came down to poor translation. I mean, it could be, but at the same time, all of the time jumps made it very hard to track. And the and the found footage camera horse shit served no purpose whatsoever. Not really. Because, like, first you start off with her getting the kid back, and then you go back to what happened when she got pregnant with the kid, and then you could jump into the future where all the paranormal shit is happening, and then back to the, the weird cult that they visited with their YouTube channel. But none of this is happening in any kind of congruent storyline, and there's really no point other than the main character's hairstyle <laughs> that tells you where you're at, which <laughs> makes it very difficult if she's wearing a hat. Yeah, it would... Left me very confused a lot of times. Um, Two hours long, too. Was it? Yeah. No wonder. So, yeah, well, it's like an hour 50 or something oh, like that. Oh, wow. Is. Boy, that was that was a strong... That took a while to get through. <sighs> I actually stopped it several times. Me, too. Um, I really needed some breaks. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like the difficulty level on this one was high. They should have put that in the Netflix uh, synopsis. Yeah, not great. No, nope, I'm going to agree with you. Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be The Untamed from 2017, uh, directed by Amat Escalante, starring Kenny Jonsky and Simone Buccio. Find this bad boy streaming on Shudder. It has something to do with aliens and possibly a naked chick. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. But now, it is time to educate 
me or Miss Monica if she were here. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am uh, uh, the malcontent teenager. <laughs> what are you laughing at already? I haven't even started yet. <laughs> I thought you were struggling to remember what the hell it was. No, I wrote it down. It's okay. <laughs> I am a malcontent teenager whose parents just passed away in a car accident. And I've been sent to live with my a-hole uh, aunt and uncle and their dickbag son. At a new high school, I got lucky. I met another metalhead. And we're going to start a band with our other doofus friends. Uh, sure hope we don't summon any demons or start a fucking apocalypse. Or get into a situation where we have to use a dildo nunchuck. <laughs> I am, of course, Deathgasm. You are. That's a, per- that's a pretty good one as far as yeah, horror comedies go. It is. Uh, that nothing really ever came out of they've been talking about a sequel really since that one came out and nothing no trailers no nothing strange who might i be this week you asked jason i do ask that i am on my way to a job interview jason (laughs) i have got to get there fucking interstate is backed up i'm gonna be late i'm just fresh out of medical school by the way Fuck me, I gotta take this weird side road. There's an old guy chugging Pepto-Bismol on the side telling me which way to go. He looks like he stinks. Uh, Lo and behold, I run into another car that has broke down on the side of the road. I guess I'm just gonna be walking now with these other college a-holes, and we're just gonna have to make it through, and uh, hopefully none of us get eaten. And I'm pretty much giving up on this job interview, because there's no fucking way this is happening. Who might I be, you ask? I do ask. Okay, tune in next week and I'll drop some knowledge on you. Nice. In the meantime, inmates, I think that's about going to do it for us. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Like, comment, subscribe if you did, uh, wherever you found this, whatever app we're showing up on. I have no idea anymore. Uh, We do have a Patreon campaign running. If you're interested, paddedroom.podbean.com is where you find the link to that. $5 donation gets you control of the month of... I think I'm going to I'm going to withdraw October. I've got plans for October. Tom Hardy's got September, buddy's got August. I'm going to give you November as well as a padded room travel mug, a padded room t-shirt, and as much hardcore pornography as I can put into a box. I've got plenty left. Do you need some porn, Jason? I'm good. Because I've got it. whatever you need. i got animated stuff. I'm pretty it. sure most people have this thing called the internet nowadays. Most people do, which is why I am giving it away. Because I don't want it in my house. I don't need it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know how it is. Oh, uh, Monica brought it here. Right. She said, I don't need it either. Here's two giant uh, what you, Rubbermaid bins full of porno DVDs. Did I ever tell you about finding a duffel bag full of 100 unopened porn discs in a storage locker that I bought on auction? You went to one of those storage auctions. Yep, and things. that's what I came away with. That's all a you A box of 38 bullets <laughs> and a duffel bag full of porn. How much did you pay for that uh, storage Like 33 
five bucks, I think. That sounds about right. <laughs> Something like that. I always watch those shows, and they're always finding, like, cars in there. Let me tell you what I found. Okay. And before you wrap this show up. Tell me there was I, a dead body. I found a guy's, obviously, his Jack Shack. <laughs> because in inside this thing was bookshelves lined with so much sci-fi. Okay. A duffel bag full of pornography. Right. Balled up tissue all oh, no. over the floor. Oh, no. And about half of a joint. Oh, and one box of 38 rounds. Oh, no. And that was it. I think it was his Jack Shack. I envisioned this guy ooh, uh, <laughs> going to his storage unit. You know, he doesn't want to go home. So he goes to his little Jack Shack. He sits around, gets high, reads some sci-fi, and jerks off the porn. Wow. No TV or... DVD player. In nah, there. he probably just toted it, you know. That's maybe that, a little portable one or something. Yeah, maybe. In my, in, in my fantasy of this guy doing this, <laughs> okay. that's what happens at least. That is sad. That is a sad state no, of No, what's sad is when I met a guy in a Walmart parking lot uh, who bought the the DVDs from me okay. off of a Craigslist ad. <laughs> How much did you get for the DVDs? I can't remember. Oh. I, I really can't remember. I, may, I recouped my money just on on the porn okay uh, so it's at least 30 bucks but i remember the guy as he's rifling through you know just kind of like going through him yeah and he's grunting and groaning like he, <laughs> oh, he's, he's like oh yeah oh yeah that's yeah that's good that's good <laughs> all right and then he finally raises up and because he's kind of going through it on the laying on the ground right and, and then he says <laughs> he says well the question is does it come with a bag I'm like, yeah, you yes. take that bag, bag. <laughs> quickly. Go. Get away. <laughs> Just please you. And oh, God. The, the, the nastiest part of it was when I first met him in the parking lot shaking his hand. Of course. Yeah. Was this, Did all this whole thing <laughs> take place in like 1998? This was about, Cause eight, like from this the was a- about eight years ago. AOL era on, you could find porn on the internet. I don't know. Hey, you're talking to a guy that still collects some VHS and beta tape. So so that brings me to an interesting theory. Because I believe that when you buy something, or well, I mean, obviously there are cases that are different. But when somebody actually wants to purchase pornography off of a Craigslist ad, it's not about the pornography. It's about meeting somebody in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah. That's what he wants to do. You know <laughs> trying I mean? to find a buddy? I think that's what it was. Yeah. I think he was hoping that you would show up alone and you'd have some insight and be like, this one's got Jenna James. Or maybe just like have a gimp ball in my mouth or nipple yeah. clamps. You want to take those back to your place and you can peruse <laughs> them better than <laughs> Yuck. You almost became a flesh mannequin, my friend. <laughs> Damn, only if. Oh, boy. All right, goddammit, inmates. That's it for us this week. Thank you again for joining us. Join us next week for the 2013 Evil Dead, closing out Evil Dead Month here in the padded room. In the meantime, for Buddy in Absentia, Monica in Absentia, Jason Harrell, who is here, um, weird dudes that are okay with purchasing porn from strangers in Walmart parking lots, weirder dudes who have jack shacks set up in storage sheds how lonely are you that you're willing to pay what 45 bucks a month at least just to go somewhere to beat off <laughs> you must have a lot of people living in your house I, that's the only thing i could surmise i have no idea and the padded room podcast i'm afraid visiting hours are over bye everybody the truth is a drug for the first time
did the ocean say to the beach? Nothing, it just waves.